recording. So we're good. Yeah, we're recording. Have y'all heard of a player named Kadarius Tony? Y'all, y'all familiar with that name at all? <laughs> I have. Uh, I know. I think there was someone in our league who had him, but didn't play him. Yeah, that's. I'm sure someone you, was. You remember that? He, he actually posted a highlight reel. Yes. Picked him up he, off the waiver, and then John who, benched him. Who was that who, again? Yeah. yeah. Who 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 like went raving about Kadarius Tony? Oh, you mean who has like most genius process and was able to discover Kadarius almost, Tony? but j- yes. just can't follow through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he would have won. Actually, he just can't finish. Yeah, right. I think, like. I think, in, yeah, this individual yeah. would have won week five had he actually played the excitement this going player of his. Oh my Sparks are flying, and then yeah, I just refuses to finish. Yeah, John, do you do you remember who it was? Was it was it you? Kadarius Tony's amazing. How many points? Yeah, John, how many points did you get you on a half PPR? (laughs) I lost by less than two points. And how much did Kadarius Tony make on your bench? Thirty. Oh, with the punch, with the punch. By the yeah, he threw a punch. He actually got ejected. So yeah, thirty with an ejection. Yeah, he uh, yeah he he punched out uh, KZ and uh, knocked went him out up. pretty much. Like he KZ's probably not playing this week because of how hard he got punched. And uh, did he actually land that punch? No, he it, totally did, it looked like a horrible. Like, a like a, well, I think he saw that he's like, I'm not gonna punch this helmet, and then he just like kind of you know. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna wheel around and go for the back of the head, go for the full knockout. That's what he was trying I to do. I just want to yeah. spend just one minute real quick talking about how amazing Kadarius Tony is. Okay, and that's it. I think we all know. Okay. Oh I yeah. Everyone knows. Who but I mean, it, like, now. there's really no like point in bragging about him if you have him on your bench. I will say, just for anybody who's listening, if you could, if you have Hawkinson and Kadarius Tony on your team, you actually will win your league right mm-hmm. then and there because you can change your team name, which decides all games, to Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I think that's pretty amazing. That's really good. I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's gold. Yep. Just pretend you're Superman and win the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a Goldfinger. So, uh, that's a Goldfinger. So you Superman. lost this week. We won. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it is week so, five. Uh, like a week five recap. I'm currently sitting three and two in that league. Yes. This, this is where we go, boys and men. Like I should have been mid- four and one. Like bye weeks hit. This is where you, men boys become men. Yep. Right. That's what's happening now. Is we're in yes. transition mode into the hardest stretch of fantasy football. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. yes. So and if most people know, how many teams are in bye week seven? A ton, right? At least four. There's six teams, I think. Six? Oh, my six God. Six teams, and these six teams are all heavy hitters. Like, like everyone has players on these yep. teams. I have majority of the Buffalo Bills. I have the Mafia. Josh is actually my, my team is basically playing mafia. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Like, that's actually... If you yes. if you battle Josh in the league, you're going to be going up against the entire Buffalo Bill army. Which, which I will say doesn't fare well for you, because uh, this past week... They're lights out. I led. I was lights out this week, and I crushed the league in terms of points. Yeah. So... Well, you like the Buffalo Bills... Minus the, the the heavyweight that isn't doing much for people, like you don't have the running backs, you don't have digs, but like so you're kind of making out because you have all the point scores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have you have Allen, you have Knox, you have the defense, you have who else? I did have, have the kicker. Yeah, I did have Sanders. I ditched him because I needed to actually kind of balance out my my team. Because um, I mean, I, I mean, you know, Sanders I, was a big pickup this week. Yeah, like for all leagues. But, I mean, I have Williams. You know, like I have, I have Mike Williams. I have Higgins, who's fresh coming back. You know. Yeah, I got, I got Antonio Brown, which he's been a big hitter. Yeah, I guess John. pretty set. So we'll get into that when yeah. we talk about our trade rate segment. Trade rate. Are we going to go right into trade rate, Jake? How'd you do? You have anything from last week? Oh, Herbert's did here. You to, win? Herbert's here to stay. Uh, I did win. Herbert's, Herbert's here, here to stay. stay. This is like back to back to solid weeks, which I'm so thankful for. Both pulled W's last week. Oh yeah. Oh big time. I mean, big, I led. This lead. is my highest scoring week. I had Nick Chubb. He was lights out on the ground, uh, and this is with a low week from Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry underperformed for me. 
but I'm not worried about it because Jamar Chase is holding the boat for my wide receivers. This is, and again, we'll hear about it in trade rate, but I got rid of DK Metcalf for a big blockbuster trade this week. Which, oh, man. Which I, yeah, which I felt that. Yeah. I went against the guy, and it was it was a tough battle at first until, uh, you know, about. Didn't you win by like 40 points? Yeah, but middle like middle, but it wasn't until like it wasn't until middle of Sunday when I really started stretching that out. I but will like, say I've never heard anyone complain about a team going off as much as they are than Josh complains about his. Yeah, you're like the Shanahan of fantasy. <laughs> I football, wouldn't go dude. that far. Like, I would not. Like go that no far. one can, no one can satisfy you. It's almost unbearable <laughs> to to listen to. No, because it's a week. Because here's the, so here's my. I'll, I can I'll never tell that. how somebody. Like, I don't understand how somebody I had to play. I had to play James Robinson and DK Metcalf <laughs> two weeks in a row, and they both had phenomenal weeks. Both times. Sure. So I will say that is something to complain about. When Phenomenal is a very is, strong word. I, I feel like say, you're using it a little too liberally here. I would say someone <laughs> is potentially colluding based on I, how that pl- panned out. I think a 20-pointer. Who, who, who wants – like who more would want to beat the reigning champion than the twin brother of the reigning champion? <laughs> That's true. That just makes sense <laughs> in my mind. And the fact that you gave away stud – We'll let, we'll let the trade rate decide. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss this in okay, trade well, rate. Okay, so take it away from week five. I lost against our, I think, enemy number one in our league. Yes, he he's, he's the guy who's who's weaseled away wins. He's not doing badly, but they're like four, like two to four point wins yep. that he deserved to lose. Stupid. Just want to point out, I'm the Stupid. only one that and has leading our him. league. He's first place. I beat, I beat him week one. Just want to throw that out there, guys. That I'm the only one carrying my weight in this league right now at this table. We Believe were close. Me, I've been we hearing... Close. He hasn't talked to me at all about the league until he won. I, I think that's, <laughs> he was like now, waiting. He was saving me up every week. Okay, like, hard, up, I think the worst part is he's the guy in the league that like he's he's new, right? He's new to the yes, league. Yeah, he the joined this year, so you the whole group like, we don't know him other than a few of you know him personally. And he's a golf buddy. At that yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, and so. but he doesn't speak in the chat. He doesn't talk the banter with us. He doesn't attend our events. He just beats the shit out of us and moves on. <laughs> I think that I think that's why he's enemy number one. Is that he's not the only four in one team. He's just the four in one team that like we don't even have the opportunity to talk shit to. Yeah, we just take true. we like we just take his silent shit talking and lose by like a by a slim margin. I think the worst part is he doesn't shit talk. Like if yeah. he did, I'd feel better almost. I feel like it would like it'd like you want to beat the, the shit out of the 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 the, 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 the weasel of a dude, right? The yeah. snake. But he's just like a nice guy, and you're kind of like, damn, you kind of deserve this win because you're just very modest. And yeah, like why are you being so modest about it? Yeah. Like, and he took a team that wasn't projected to be a winner this year. Like after the after the draft, his team was like in the bottom four of ratings, right? Any ratings, ADP, and everything. It was like that was a weaker draft. It was a very a very like safe standard yeah, draft. What he, that's what he sent me in text. Oh, that's painful. Cool. Is that? That's the first thing he sent this me. Dude. Close. This close. This close. Yeah, that, I, that that hurts. It, it digs, doesn't it? It digs. Two points. I, I don't know. I didn't lose to him, but I don't. Well, the worst part is is like you put so much research into tony and then you don't play the guy and he was actually the deciding factor and yeah. you were losing and winning this week you could have put him in over any of your your wide receivers or flex <laughs> players and would have won this pretty week. sure john's bench scored about as much as the team did okay so moving into, <laughs> let's get into trade rate trade rate trade rate, trade rate. Um, mine's last mine's the best gotta be careful how we yell that actually yeah um rate we gotta really emphasize that yeah we are rating trades here okay in trade rate all right. can, we, can we pull up the league trades? Is there a way to do that on this app? Yes. So you just simply go. We're using Sleeper app, by the way. And if you don't know so, what Sleeper app is, you should check it out. Go to like where you pick up players and you hit trade instead of available. All right. So let's go, let's go over one. What about what about Claypool for Dak Prescott? What do we think about that? 
Claypool for Dak Prescott. I, I like it. This trade happened. That's a good trade. I think it's a good trade because I hate what I hate the most with any trade is just a position to position. Like if you go wide receiver to wide receiver, running back to running back. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I feel I, like it's, he's alluding to something, John. It, it's yes, kind of upsetting me. In my mind, I'm like, that is a an equal lateral trade. It is not making it's not forwarding anyone's team unless it's a bye week benefit or like you're diversifying your bye weeks or you're so you're consolidating them or you just are really big on a particular NFL team. You're like, this is their year. I'm a Cowboys fan. I need all the Cowboys players. I so, think I just like the style. I just people. don't. I just don't. And I like the style on people. I don't get my it. My players. One-to-one trades are pointless for me. I don't think it's a benefit. I think it's like you you risk just being like, oh, you know, you're like regret. You're like, what will happen is if you traded off the running back that you thought it was an equal trade and then the running back you let go ends up doing better than the one you received. You're like, damn, I, you know, that was a regret move. There was no point in doing it. I should have done it in the first place. So, okay. So I guess we'll start. I think the first big blockbuster trade was between Josh and I, right? Yeah, let's go into that. Okay. We're going we're gonna to rate this trade. Trade rate. Trade rate. Now, where are y'all seeing all these trades? Because I don't actually see I just, I just went through the league chat and just scrolled all the way oh. up. <clears throat> you can click league and just scroll down and look at all yeah. the transactions yeah, that have happened. Where do you see that? Okay, you so, go league. So John and I did a trade. Mm-hmm. So I originally had Cook and Chenault from Jacksonville. So John is a huge fan of Cook. All right, like, massive fan. I got it. I got it. Yes. So, uh, Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the league. He's amazing. And then John had Kamara... And Antonio Brown. So, and I'll say I'll say this. So the setup originally was not this. I, I think originally it was Kamara and Ayuk Ew. for Cook. Well, let's let, uh, you know. Let's let, you know the trades all they all kind of take form and they all kind of get worked yeah. on. If you're an you've got to start low. You don't yeah. oversell your trade first. So the trade ended up being John trades Antonio Brown and Kamara, and I was not happy about it. Yes, I actually reached Josh out. I actually for took advantage of his brother Antonio Brown, um, which is biblically wrong, and yeah. uh, um, he got the trade anyways because he knows that I need Dalvin Cook on my team. Um, Can and Abel stuff. So I, I took the I, I took the bullet. You know, I, I was the, the bigger man about I'll say, it. So, I'll say my own and, piece. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say my I'll save my piece. In the end, I would actually rate this trade as I was the one who lost on this trade. I'll say this. I say for the um, the week. After this trade, yes, you might have lost. But here's my thing. You can Minnesota, they have a pretty soft lineup. And Cook, he gets high volume. Kamara is on a team that is somewhat shaky in terms of their offense. So that, say, that was my thing. It was like I like Kamara because I think one, like I think, you know, he's a he, I think he's a definitely a decent running back in all facets. Definitely RB one. I wanted that stability. Cook you you were trying to trade for him actively, and I was like, "All right, well, maybe I can get something out of this deal." Because I, I literally re- just sent you a trade for Kamara for Cook for like four weeks straight. Yes, yes, that's exactly what we did. But here's my thing: <laughs> I was fine with Cook. Obviously, I used my number two draft pick for him. But also, the other thing is, Chenault has a lot of upside potential. He had a lot of high volume, and if like Trevor Lawrence can actually start like picking up his game, that opens Chenault up to a lot more, especially since he is yeah. a slot and he's playing for the best team in the NFL. Exactly. So, but the Jacks, he's playing for the yeah, I will team. say Actually, I did dead last. But here's the thing: I didn't initiate this trade, but I did want another receiver, and I thought Antonio Brown on the Bucks just had a lot of upside potential, and John had him on his bench. So that's why I was like, I'm willing to trade if I get Antonio Brown, and I think I was taking potentially 
a lower ceiling running back out of the two between Cook. I think they yeah. both have high ceilings, but I think Kamara has a slightly lower ceiling than he Cook has does. not been catching near as much as he has in the past. And that honestly used to be Kamara's like big catch His was big that breadwinner. Literally, he would be catching things. And he didn't have a single reception in the week going into this trade. Yep. And I will say this. I think this will kind of lead into the next one, the trade rate of backup running backs. Jake, I, and- I think like you have to bear in mind when you trade, especially with high-tier running backs, yep. there are residual handcuff trades that naturally happen. Yep. That, that comes into this, which I actually think but- adjusts the rating of this trade. Exactly. So here's the trade. Exactly. Uh, you want me to read it off? Yep. All right. Jake sends DK Metcalf and James Robinson. Oh, we were talking about that one, or not? A, that's I was, I was talking about Chuba Hubbard and Madison. Madison. Well, that came after, so this had to happen before okay. that trade happened. Oh, yes. So I'm just going down the line. This is the best trade ever in a league. Um, yeah. This was a this high trade. profile trade. This is even higher than Josh and I. Um, Chris McCaff- Jake sends DK Metcalf, James Robinson, and receives Chris McCaffrey and Chase Edmonds. Boom. So, in my, my reasoning, right, is DK Metcalf. James Robinson. This was a massive win for Jake. Like they, so like they're stellar players. I'm not denying that. But my receiver core is really ha- healthy with Jamar Chase and Terry McLaurin and Cortland Sutton. Here's the point, and I was happy with that. Here's, here's the thing: we're going into bye weeks. Yep. You picked up two starting running backs. One of them, arguably the best fantasy running back in, in the league. Yeah. And you gave James Robinson and DK Metcalf, like which James Robinson has performed phenomenally the past few weeks. And yeah. DK's great, but it's still a wide receiver that you're trading yeah. almost straight up for a running back. And yeah. neither of these players compare to Christian McCaffrey in any sense. But here's my take. I think being on either side, depending on the position of your, uh, the, the composition of your team, you, you'd be happy with being on either side of these. Because like, McCaffrey has so, been injury prone for a while, but he has a lot of upside. But then DK Metcalf, he is a big performer. And James Robinson is, I think he's a pretty elite running back. Yeah. So I, the only way this works for me was context, right? Chase's team, right? He He's hurting on the running back situation. McCaffrey was out. And so I knew if I'm going to pick, if I'm going to make a play here, I was like, I have a really good team, but I want like a, I don't have a deep threat like in my league that's going to drop me other than Herbert. I don't have anyone who's going to outperform the projections on a regular basis. Right. So I was like, I need to go deeper and dig deep here because yes, I have Nick Chubb, but he's getting performed just as equally like, but with Hunt, hundred yards and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Hunt, Hunt is red zone happy so, right now. Hundred yards and Hunt, touchdown. Hunt, and yeah, this thing. Hunt is taking a lot of the touchdowns, and it's limiting Chubb's ceiling. Which again, his is really great floor, excellent ceiling. But I was like James Robinson. He's 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 had two back to back good weeks. Uh, the Jags again. I I'm not a fan of the Jags. I won't ever be. And so I was like, I'm gonna I'm okay with letting him go. And then DK Metcalf, same thing. He's just a receiver in my place. And Jamar Chase and Terry McLaurin, just, I think outperform him on a week to week basis. To me, I rate this trade. This, this trade, sh- in my opinion, shouldn't have happened. Because Chase, like you said, was looking for an RB, and he gave you two. And, yep. and to me, that just didn't make any sense. But I digress. Jake, you made a huge steal, in my opinion, on this trade. Mm-hmm. I, I do find it pretty lopsided. But we'll see. Oh, all ratings would put it in my favor of gaining McCaffrey. But again... Chase doesn't have a lot of deep receiver threats. If you look at his team, he had like OBJ. Yep. I was like, hit, hit. and Chase gained an elite receiver. And I think that was a good and, uh, and, and Metcalf. RB2 with RB1 upside. And so Chase increased his like he increased the depth on his bit and his entire roster, especially because Christian McCaffrey is a glass cannon at the moment. So you can't rely on him week to week. And he didn't have the handcuff. Yes. Now let's go into this. I have the handcuff. So remember, it gets better. John got Cook. Jake now has McCaffrey. Well, let's 
well, before we get into that one, there was one more trade we need to rate before then. And that was Chase actively working on his role of finding running backs. And he managed to send a Darren Waller for CEH. Ooh. That was huge. So I think any value that he lost in that trade with Jake, which he, I think he did, and it was substantial, he more than made up for it. Yes. Like, I think which, that's huge. Yes. Which he was not necessarily hurting in the tight end department. Yeah. So he, he gets... Yeah. So that was, you know, there was that. And then there was another trade that I was very unhappy with. And that was between Vincent and JC, where Vincent sent Stefan Diggs, arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league, who just has not had the greatest weeks going in so far, but he's obviously going to be a midseason breakout, right? And he got Waddle and Carson. Man. Talk about an upgrade for JC. Tough. If I were to rate this trade, JC wins. So you think the Waddle, Carson's the win over... No, I think Diggs wins. Because that's what JC got. Yeah. I think JC wins. JC's team is looking fierce. Which I'm playing him this week, by the way. Well, because he's got... Okay, like, he's He's got got Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams leading the pack. Need I say more? Like, and then and then you got Stefan Diggs as like the your safety net in the event Devontae Adams doesn't blow up. He's got hot hands, Brady. Yeah, his team's stacked, especially with the addition of, of Diggs. Who like, yeah, he hasn't been performing as well as people expected, but it's still Stefan Diggs on a team that is red hot. I'm also just realized I'm reading backwards, but um, yeah, the trade right after Jake made that trade and I made the trade with Josh. The next trade was between Jake and I. And yep. I've been stealing waiver. I've been managing my waivers correctly, and uh, I managed to get all these awesome pickups for starters after their original starters go down, like CMC. So I Gra- just grabbing to- the low end handcuffs that were on the right yep. on free agent. Yeah, and uh, so I happened to have Chuba Hubbard, and I tried trading Chase all week, never bit. And uh, Jake happened to pick up Alexander Madison the week before when oh, Dalvin Cook. No, went I down. had ripped Alexander Madison off the mm-hmm. waiver. I just uh, couldn't. I didn't have room. Just an expectation. Face. I was like, and, and, and just, I, just a year before I saw him play, I was like, the guy's, the guy's nuts. So I saw an immediate... I, I was okay with the Antonio Brown loss to Josh. And I rate that trade my loss, by the way. Yeah. And that was because I knew it would, be, it would just be hole-in-one with Jake. Because I traded him, Chuba Hubbard, for Alexander Madison. Completely fair trade. Can you believe that? How which, well which that I piece think, together? I think that made John's trade... Much more balanced with me. Yep. Much more balanced. Well, yeah. because Madison's producing almost as good, as nicely as Cook would if he were starting. Yeah. He, not, he, yeah. He is. He uh, still puts up running back one numbers. He's yeah. putting up a yeah. great performance. Which it was. And it, yeah. And it gave me a running back to play. I was happy with. I, w- I mean, like, I, I didn't know Madison was going to play. If he was going to play, I would have probably been like, I'm going to hold off and I'm going to run Madison another week. But Hubbard still got me like 16 points. I was still happy with it. It's all you can ask for. Oh, on yeah, that's great. Your rookie, right? And just in case if anything happens to CMC going forward, boom. Yeah. Um, so I think that trade was a win-win. The yeah. rare win-win situation, you know? You don't want to have a handcuff or an RB you don't have. You want to have the handcuff for your RB. And mm-hmm. very rarely does that happen. True. Yeah. So. Now, in, in retrospect, my trade got even hotter because CMC's already, like, he's getting healthy. Russell Wilson goes down with a thumb. Or whatever it is on his hand. True. True. Right. So DK's, I'm concerned about him. The other one was Carlos Hyde came back. And obviously Urban Meyer still has a hard on for Carlos Hyde. I oh, don't yeah. know why. But I, I feel like I, I sense just that limiting James Robinson ceiling uh, moving forward. Because he was a healthy scratch that, that week he blew up against you. But I guarantee 
goal yeah. line, they throw out Hyde because why would we want our Ray Rice lookalike running the ball into the end zone, you know? Yeah, and just a reference back to like them saying I complain a lot. When I have to go against when Jake when I played Jake and lost, he had Metcalf and James Robinson. Right now? Yeah. Which he's complaining again. <laughs> which they had they had big games. Evidence. And then he just immediately trades it to the very person that I'm playing the next week. And you know what's That's a fantasy football, baby. Yeah. Opportunities. Yeah. Don't be soft so, like cotton, dude. Just saying yeah. the the intricacies <laughs> of all this setup is really pointing towards potential collusion given i am the reigning champ jake is the commissioner yep. which is even more upsetting you should always question authority so it's true even but more upsetting moving on uh there was another trade that happened not as high profile but odell beckham for damian williams i like that trade yeah i think this trade was a bust for for o- for obj obj yeah yeah i think the person who traded obj gave up like a real season long player for someone who has been known to just collect defenders and see how far he can drag them. There's a five week gainer. Yeah. 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 And now who's now on COVID protocol. Yeah. You know, what's, you know what's even more interesting? That same guy who grabbed OBJ now tried to trade me for Fournette. <laughs> so I know he's hurting. He and dropped Fournette. So no, Chase did. Yeah, Chase dropped Fournette. No, Josh. Josh yeah. Ingram. So oh, yeah, Kingram okay. over there. Kingram picked up. Yeah. Yeah, OBJ, and now he tried throwing me a trade, which I declined. I won't say what it is. I don't want to offend, but it wasn't good. We can <laughs> trade rate. It, we can trade rate bad trades. Okay, yeah. all right. What's this trade? <laughs> Hawkinson for Fournette, and this Fournette coming off a few hot weeks. Also, he this individual is trying to trade a tight end to a team that has one of the top tight ends and has Kittle on IR. That was the setup that he basically. So, like context wise, yeah, like it's not a great trade, but. Had you, yeah, again, like if you were training that to a team that didn't have a tight end worthy and was flush with running backs. That's a fair, because here's my thing with my history with Fournette is not good. Like he has some hot weeks, just like Naheem Hines could. But to hold consistent, like, again, Tampa Bay's never had an established running game. It's, 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 it's you're the receiver out to the backfield. They still don't. Yeah, they don't. And so, like, yes, while it's a hot hand, it's going to be good. Honestly, the way I could see a lot of people going is Lenny Fournette's hot right now. You can trade him for way more value than what he's probably actually worth. Yeah, but in a, right now I feel like the league so, is running out of running backs. Yes, I wouldn't and be. I wouldn't be the, him. Yeah, I was like the only person I would want to trade for would be a running back. I think it's like I think it's the same thing as like Cordero Patterson. He could be totally here to stay all season. So could Lenny. I'm not denying that. But I mean, like, there's a lot of history for those two players in the NFL. Uh, you, you know, it's just like I, I, I would be happy to sell them for a very good, like a trade off or position I need. So that's the other thing, though, right? Is you don't need tight ends. But had you, like, if he was trading for a team who had Lenny, like Hawk wouldn't be, like, again, I think Lenny's still a little bit higher, but Hawk, he can blow up, you know? I like how Tampa Bay is turning into, like, the group of old men that show up to the Y and ball all over the young guys, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I love it. It's to so share dope. their wisdom on yeah. the on the court. <laughs> With the so, rest of the youngins, yeah, all these young Ingram bucks definitely won that trade because now he has someone he can just sit on the bench until he decides to start catching footballs. From, OBJ. Okay, yeah. what concerns me about OBJ is the Browns just threw forty-two points on the offense, and OBJ, how many, how many, how many times did he hit the end zone? None. Zero, zero. That's concerning to me. Is when you have a lights-out game like that where Baker's playing well, the offense is running the ball well, like they're running the ball really well, so the defense needs to adjust. 
OBJ's not getting open for those that like the big plays he can make. That's a concern. I, I just don't understand that. And, I, I, and I'll admit too, Baker Mayfield, Friday Night Lights to the max over here. He's playing with a wounded shoulder, right? So that's got to be impacting his throwing game. So I just think long term OBJ, like sure, there's some there's some light in the you know at the end of the tunnel, but how 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 deep is this tunnel? Well, comparison rating. What do you think about this trade? What if he traded? What if someone traded Odell Beckham for Dawson Knox? Hey, I just want to, sorry to interrupt, but uh, we're watching Tampa Bay Bucks game right now. Uh, Fournette just made another touchdown. That's all I want to say. Hot hand, baby. Sell them high. Woo-hoo. I mean, what else are they going to do? Woo-hoo. Score TDs. <laughs> but what do you all think about that trade? If you were to rate this trade, Dawson Knox for Odell Beckham. No, no. You would not do that? No, no. Like the, as who? The, as the, the, the Bills look so damn good. Wait, so you, you wouldn't want Dawson Knox or Odell Beckham? Oh, you, no, I oh, would. Yes. Sorry, I didn't even like... As someone who has Dawson Knox, yes, I would take Dawson Knox in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah, I would take Dawson... Like, if I needed a tight end, yes, I would gladly trade away... Because OBJ wouldn't be playing in my, my roster. If I had him, I'd consider starting... Like, who I have right now, I'd start just about any of them over him. Just because OBJ hasn't done anything. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? And, and like, and he's yeah. on an offense that's and revolving around the running. When backs. he plays, I don't think the Browns play better. I just like it. Just like historic, like when he plays, they just. I don't. remember that rhetoric last year. I don't necessarily believe it, but he, I, I just don't he think has he like little think... moments. But yeah, like overall, the team does like when the team's running Chubb and Hunt every other play, they look great. But Beckham looks great. Like, like if you actually watch the video, he he his release is solid. His route running is solid. He's burning defenders. The quarterback's just not doing anything about it. So I think this is a Baker Mayfield problem, not a yeah. Odell Beckham problem. And he's hurt. He's hurt. Like Baker Mayfield's hurt. Yeah, his, his numbers. His numbers haven't been as Dude, solid he's as like last a year. Worse he's hurt cousins, in my opinion. But anyways, I don't know. know. I don't know. He doesn't walk into the sack. So I think time. I think trade rates. I think that's pretty good, right? For trade rates, we're happy with. Well, trade we rates. have one more trade, which was Ooh. weird. Oh, that one was, more trade. Uh, oh, okay. Ingram once again coming in. I love it. Trading with someone who is almost in the realm of not tradable because he almost, I think he might almost be, he has an 05 record now. I don't know if you can trade with someone once they're not in contention for playoffs, right? Oh, is that what it is? Is, is that like an automatic? I, I, I think that that is a rule that should be it, I mean, it, it makes, yeah. Across all leagues. If a player well, can't we, make the playoffs, he shouldn't be allowed to trade with someone who can. True. I mean, also, I think like that's on oh, the like commissioner mm-hmm. to ensure there's not like some sort of collusion looking. And trade like that's why it goes under on. it goes under commissioner review. Yep. If there's something that's concerning to me, then I will bring it to the to a democratic lead. vote. Yeah, and we will vote on it. But zero and five, technically, he could go on a full like win streak and he could make playoffs. And we do have an extra game and this year. We are all like we are basically like one game apart from the place below or above us, barring the zero and five Come team. On there. Anyways, he traded. Poor guy. Like, uh, we, our league is really close. Like, there's no one's, this is no one's league yet. Derek true. was our Metcalf or our um, uh, Russell Wilson owner. And so yes. he traded Dak Prescott. He got Dak Prescott for his Claypool. Great trade. <sighs> I don't know. And again, like, Dallas is 50 50 on the run and pass. Derek so, wins that. Does he? Yes. He does. I just don't see how. I, I think Derek. So given the like given the waivers that were available for quarterbacks, I think Derek made Trevor out. Lawrence, Trey Lance, Heineke, not Dak Prescott. They, those but, are not. But Dak's what's Pre- the difference between having a a Chase Claypool who is actually really good and like I, compared to Dak Prescott and any other QB on the waiver week to week? 
I don't see Dak outscoring Dak, those guys. But he does. Prescott's numbers are, I think his, his floor is higher than, than anyone that's on the waiver right now. Dak Prescott is currently a number 10 QB. Take it. In 10-man yep. league, that's what you need. I yep. just don't think there's a big difference between the number 13 and the number 10 QB. But, like, what's, like, but also, isn't Heineke, like, up there? I have Heineke. Heineke's actually higher. Heineke's on mine. He's on he mine. was available. That's true. And, like, I feel like he had opportunities to just uh, keep Chase Claypool so, and just pick up Heineke. Ah, uh, so you think it was a mistake for him just to give up Claypool yeah. when he could have grabbed someone that could have had similar production to Dak Prescott? Yeah. I mean. Why not? Well, see, my concern is. Fitzpatrick comes back. Heineke's great. I think if like it would have been ideal, <laughs> you just pick up Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah, he's, not, he's available too. Yeah. Like that's if what I'm if saying. Yeah, if you're a believer, but again, Dak's on a high octane offense. I like it. I just think that streaming QBs is one of the easiest things in the world, and I would never trade a sure, sure, a sure WR two for any QB. I, I just think on paper, it's it's fine for Derek given his panic situation. Yes, he's in panic I, mode. I think he just. He, I don't think he, he has. I don't think he has the ability, like as a fantasy manager yet, to stream quarterbacks effectively, because, like, he's zero five. I'm his friend, bro. He's zero five. Ask me. Tell him he needs to. He needs to do more research. <laughs> I did tell him. I gave him a list <laughs> like, of like three QBs. I'll to say pick this. Up. So like, either you go with a quarterback who's bound to give you, like Dak Prescott. I would say like around twenty points at least. Like on a weekly basis. Whereas Claypool, that's still a hit or miss. It's still we're talking about wide receiver. He has had dud weeks. Yeah, he's had some boom weeks, but not any weeks that have like actually outperformed yeah. okay, well, Prescott's let's, best weeks. Let's just put it this way. Quarterbacks that are currently on the waiver as of today. Sam Darnold. Nah. He's ranked higher than he's ranked higher than Dak yeah. Prescott. I don't know. I just I, The last I, two weeks, the last two weeks have been a sad showing for the, the Panthers. Yeah, I, I was like Daniel Jones. No. Also ranked higher than Dak Prescott. Yes. I just I think Prescott's a better... I, I think, like, here's the thing. Well, he, he gave okay. Claypool... He's, he's technically not ranked higher because he got knocked out, but he's performed way... But here's my thing. Like, with Prescott and giving up Claypool, like, I think on average, he's going to get, like, 10 to 15 points higher having Prescott on his team than having Claypool. But that's not true. Like, because, like, now he just has Dak Prescott, right? Who's going to score two, maybe three points higher than, say, three of those, those QBs still currently on waiver? And he, what receivers are placing Claypool? Right. But Claypool's I, going to be putting up at least 10 to 15 points a week. Like, that's, that's the. But the he doesn't. That's the thing is, like, he, he's, he's boom or bust. Like, he, he typically has less than 10 points or he has more than, like, 15. So it's like, well, and he's a receiver. So, like, that's. Like, and, I, I, and, like, the argument can be made that. Ben Roethlisberger, right? He's on the he's on the way out, so he, his throwing is not exceptional. With especially with and like you're you're feeding Deontay Johnson, you're feeding Fryermuth the tight end, the rookie tight end who's actually doing decently. Yep. And Naj, it's a Najee hair show. Over it there. is Najee it is the Najee hair show yep. to the max over there at Pittsburgh. I'm just saying, like right now, his receiving core is looking like Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Tim I like Patrick. It. I like it. And Marvin Jones. I'm fine with that. Yep. It's the only receiver at Jacksonville. Much rather have it's, had it's one of the few receivers Claypool. left right now at Denver. And Pitch Patrick's a good look in the end zone. Keenan Allen. And again, like hasn't had his moments. Sure, it can be a few point difference between quarterback on the waiver, but also it could like your quarterbacks who aren't rostered, right? They could have a tendency to like have again those boom bust weeks, and that can be a fifteen point difference. And Dak, I think week to week is gonna be more consistent in that nineteen to twenty five range. Then Sam Darnold, 
then Heineke, then Dan- even Daniel Jones. So how many of those receivers did I just list on his roster that are playmakers like Claypool? Claypool ran I, I 130 think... yards off of five receptions. He got yeah. a touchdown. Oh, he's definitely an athlete. He's a, he's no, he's, he's far great. More he's of fantastic. A playmaker. And I think it, again, I think it was a great. I think it was a fair trade. I think both teams benefited in their own right. I I, I definitely think it's in like uh, Ingram's favor with who gets Claypool. Like oh, I definitely certainly he. I think it's in his favor because yes, his team just got elevated because uh, he traded a quarterback he didn't need because he's got Lamar Jackson. So it is a huge win for Ingram. But again, if I'm zero and five and I'm looking for some consistency week to week, you're in a dire situation. Yeah, dire situation, cars. Because I, I don't write off D- Derek's 0-5 team yet. Because he's got Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones. He's got Mike Evans and Keenan Allen. Like that four right there, they can carry some games. And with the addition of Dak Prescott now, that's a game changer. I think that's five key players that can easily, between the five of them, get you 100 points. Right, The 100 points you need to be competitive. And then the other players in your flex and your other wide receiver position... Right, and your tight end, that can be the make or break on a week to week basis. So I think for Derek's perspective, you know, barring the the bye week onslaught, uh, that's that's his hope, right? Because I, I don't again, I don't think he has the ability to stream quarterbacks effectively. Okay. Right now. But Claypool is a big loss for him, but I do think he value he values it out with Dak. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah. Right, so overall, John, do you think it was a good or bad trade? I think it was a bad trade. Bad trade. Jake? Even. I thought it was a fair trade. It's even. Given situations. It's even. All right. Trade rate. That was our first trade rate. <laughs> trade rate. Oh, well, good good discussions. Good ratings. Good discussions. Very different opinions sometimes. It's interesting. It's good. How do you want to finish this thing out? Whoa. Uh, quick rundown of uh, the games going. Let's go. Yeah, so okay. right now we're actually listening to the Bucks and Eagles game. Bucks uh, are... Money's on the Eagles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and Jake has lost. <laughs> My money's on the Eagles still. Yeah. All right. Dolphins-Jaguars. What do y'all think about that? This might be game of the year. No, I'm uh, the game, the Dolphins break their losing streak. <laughs> if Brisket can pull through. No, no, no. Okay, I will say, I think the Jags win this week. Yes. I like Trevor Lawrence has gotten better. I think he's getting better. He hasn't gotten worse. Which I think, John, going back <laughs> well, to Chanel, you know. Okay, well, also, you have to remember, this is the away game. So, as in, on the other side of the big lake. So, um. I'm not too sure what I feel about that. Eagles just scored a touchdown, by the way. Um, ooh, uh, Jaguars and Dolphins. This is an interesting one because I believe um, Waddle's going to be reunited with Tua. Mm. Oh, Tua's back? I think he's back. That would be potential. I think he flew with the team. So I think he could very well come back this week. Interesting. And Waddle, and Waddle is an exciting prospect, in my opinion. We don't know what he can do yet because, I mean, who can... Who can perform well as wide receiver with Jacoby Brissett? I mean, I love the guy. His name sounds like Brisket, but, you know, mm-hmm. I think the Jaguars are going to win this one pretty handedly. Yeah. I think Robinson's going to have a like banger game. Same reasons. Trevor Lawrence is yep. improving constantly. Like, they went a week also without DJ Chark, so they were also trying to adjust their offense. So I think they're adapting a little bit. They'll be more adapted for their, with their offense. Yep. And, and they're more confident in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, again, the Dolphins, I, I just, I just... Again, like there's a Miles Gaskin explosion uh, that happened last week. I, I think that's a fluke. I don't think that's here to stay. It was it Bucks. It was purely oh, yeah, against the Bucks. It was purely man. receptions. It wasn't even like he was a receiver. He wasn't you even know, a running back. If they go that old school McCaffrey style, you know, send him outside, give him a little 
toss, like that could work. That's all he knew. Though he's like built five seven. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's not a small guy. He's not up the middle guy. He's very fast. He's very talented. On he's he's just like they can use Gaskin and like Gasecki as effectively as they can be used. I think Dolphins have a really good chance. Mm -hmm. Vikings Panthers. Vikings are currently two and three. Panthers are three and two. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for the Vikings. I I, I like the Vikings minus cousins. So (laughs) I think the Vikings win this one. Um, There are two reasons. One, the Vikings need to win. They're getting Cook back. And two, that was uh, three actually, three reasons. Third reason, Come Vikings off. are actually an extremely high octane offense with Dalvin Cook in the field, in True. the mix. They score, like, all their games where Cook was playing, the, the total score of that, those games are like 50 points or higher. Like, he's going to be putting up some points. And that's one thing the Panthers kind of struggle with, especially without Christian McCaffrey. So, Vikings being with Cook, Panthers being without McCaffrey, I got the Vikings winning this one. Hmm. And it'll probably be a close game, but the Vikings will get it. And you also have Jefferson and Thielen. So, if Cousins can connect and make plays in the air without it looking painful like it always does, I think that's just more upside. I think, yeah. the, Pan- I think the Panthers have a good showing. I mean, Darnold, Darnold could probably go like walk all over this defense. The, the thing is, is I, I think teams, again, the, the two losses, they were out Christian McCaffrey. He is that I think he is that big of a factor for defenses to handle that if he is back and he's healthy, I think his presence is so relevant that you're gonna see Sam Michael Vic Darnold again, where he's he's spread like the right they're <laughs> spreading the field out. They're having to trail and shadow Christian McCaffrey. That's what they called him. You remember like that game where he had like two rushing touchdowns? Yeah, Sam they called, literally Vic someone Darnold. called him Sam Michael Vic Darnold in the commentator. Yeah, which was great. Okay. Uh, but right. but like no, I'm gonna get like I think like I think he could do it. Like well, I think he and the car, the Panthers can. I think they could keep up the pace on offensively with the Minnesota Vikings. Defensively, the Panthers have had a pretty good year. And I will say, if Donald's hot, usually Moore's hot. Yeah. So Chargers Ravens. Oh man, dude! I don't this is know. going to be a. Gr- I think it's going to be a great I, game. Here's the thing: is those two quarterbacks just came off of like career games? Yes. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I, I'm. I know Chargers have a stout defense. But does it matter? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm hoping. <laughs> does it matter? I'm hoping it's gonna be a shootout, like the Browns and Chargers game. What I would defense love... here stops the other offense? Here's the thing: yeah. is like that's what happened last game. It was it was it was like just an offense. It was like who could score more faster. That was really what it came down to. And what's disgusting is they can score really fast. Yes. It doesn't take but four minutes for one of these teams to turn an entire game around. This game is going I, to be a. It, I, I think defense. Defense could be non-factor. Here's the offensive edge for me. The Chargers have the offensive edge. Yes. Really? Yes. They have an established... Okay, like, okay. Lamar is the show on the ground. Yes. Like, he is the show. If they can somehow contain him to under 100 yards... Like, he's one of the rushing leaders in the league. Like, Good. if they can wow. contain him, that completely eclipses one of their elements of their game. And then they're relying on... Again, and he's throwing really well this year, so I'm not discounting Lamar's arm. He's amazing. This is the best his arm's ever been. His last game showed it. But if they can at least temper the run game I, the chargers have a really good run game right now they have like, eckler's, eckler's looking crushing it and they bring in roundtree and they're bringing kelly they have a very robust run game on top of herbert which is just his cannon is nuts i think lamar jackson is going to turn into the michael vick michael jackson lamar <laughs> jackson's going michael jackson this week michael jackson michael jackson mm-hmm. he's going to have the michael ravens jackson. ravens oh man sadly 
Um, you have Ravens? I have Ravens mm. winning this game. I Now, here's the crazy thing. They're both 4-1. and one. They're both such volatile offenses that just like I, they can turn any game into who knows who's going to win. I, I think Chargers, just because they're weapons, is, goes well beyond their quarterback. Whereas Baltimore, it's like, I, I think it goes back to what Jake said. I think if you could stop Lamar on the run game, it eliminates like a, like basically half of their offensive. You don't get called a dual threat quarterback by getting stopped. Yeah, that's the but whole it's point. happened. But it's happened. Like when, when when Lamar gets stumped on the run game, their offense drags because they don't have a run game beyond him. And passing wise, they have Hollywood Brown, and they got Andrews and Watkins and Bateman. But like, I don't think they compare to the Chargers receiving core. Ken Allen has not looked good this year. Yes, he has. He, he has. He's just been the Mike Williams show, which I'm all for. He's just, again, he looks. You know, I think his age is finally starting to show. I, don't, I think Mike Williams is doing what Mike Williams has been expected to do for the past few years, and then Keenan Allen is just being overshadowed because he's still performing. He still puts up numbers. So who do y'all got? Chargers. I have Chargers. I, I also think like man, by a slight margin. Like I, I'm, I can see it going either way, but I have Chargers just based on. But schedule wise, too, I I think the Chargers have played overall better teams. Their last four weeks. They beat the Browns. They beat the Raiders. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Cowboys. They lost to the Cowboys. Sorry. They lost to the Cowboys in a very close game. Yes. Then in the Ravens, they slimmed by against the Colts. They slimmed by against the Lions. They slimmed by against the Chiefs. And who else was it? Uh, It's just like, again, like their schedule. I I think the Chiefs right right there is enough to say that they can beat anyone. But the Chiefs have been getting beat by everyone. Who did the Chargers beat? They beat they beat the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Browns. That's what I'm saying. And Washington. Week That's one. what I'm saying. And the and Buffalo built. Uh, I Buffalo, feel like Baltimore has Chiefs. proven more than the Chargers, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't think the, I don't think the teams... I think this honestly is a very 50-50 matchup. Yes. So we'll we see. will see. This is gonna be a great game. I'm watching that one. That one needs to be on your screen, Josh. This Sunday. Oh, I have Sunday ticket and Red Zone. Yep. So we'll have like five. Got to have the Chargers coming. game up on one of them for sure. Oh yeah, and the Vikings game probably. Yes. Not right. kidding. Moving on. Uh, Rams Giants. Rams Giants. Okay. Well, I I have the Rams defense this week. I'm, I'm, <laughs> good. Really? Yeah. Good. Well, dude, what they what's the quarterback's nickname? For who? The Giants backup. Is it? Oh well, I mean, isn't Jones playing? The Jones going to play? Is he, uh, he going to get out of that No, nah, I don't think so. I think so. That guy was yeah, like... Okay, I got to talk about Jones for a second. Cross-eyed, <laughs> stumbling. I have a very soft spot for Danny Breadsticks. I I am just smitten by him since he mm. came into the league, and I can't get it up, get away. Even though I know he's the goofiest motherfucker on this entire like league. The dude, literally, at, at draft day, was caught walking around by himself with a stack of breadsticks, eating breadsticks, just... By themselves, guy's a goober. Gets knocked out. Looks like an animated cartoon when he's trying to walk to the sideline, like literally, like kind of yeah. bobbling around. Looks like a cartoon. And then this week, apparently, he was at practice, full pads, and not a single coach knew about it. Like the press conference after, oh, after practice, we're like, "Hey, so we saw Daniel Jones out there," and Joe Jones was like, "What?" It's like. Daniel Jones shouldn't have been out there. And then, like, all the other coaches, too, were like, we didn't see Daniel Jones out there. And sure as shit, he was out there full practice. Like That's how badly he's concussed. Dude. Is he, like, he should not have been at practice. He's and he, like and he was like, he's like, it's Monday. Time to go to football. Practice. He's like a cartoon, dude. He's like, I can't wait. My high school coach I, I, is going to be so proud of me. He, he thinks no he's in high school. He's doing. He thinks he's in high school. They're like, they can just get around these high school, these it's protocols. unreal. Anyways, I think 
this is going to be an interesting game. I do have the Rams winning this one. I think the interesting... Especially with Glennon. I think the most important thing to watch is going to end up being the Ramsey and Kadarius matchup. Yeah. I'm so excited to see how that works out. My thing is, I think they're going to put a lot of pressure... If it's Glennon, they're going to put a lot of pressure on Glennon. He's not going to be able to air air the ball out fast enough. Which I think is going to have. He's down. not a super mobile quarterback. Yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think the Rams defense can put enough pressure to where Glennon's going to underperform. I think Kadarius Tony's going to be the only highlight of that offense, given all the injuries they're going through. Well, they're all coming back. Are they really? Yeah, all of them? the only one that Might isn't. Saquon. The only one that isn't is Saquon and uh, Galladay. Galladay's been so, non-factor. Well, shoot, should I start Rams or Buffalo defense? Because Buffalo shut like Buffalo defense is the defense you play. They yeah, are just on Buffalo. fire. I gotta play Buffalo. They're smashing heads into. I wouldn't tables. risk. The Giants. Because Kadarius is such That's, He was running all playmaker. over. He should have made two touchdowns. But he didn't. He That's my had, thing. He would have broken 40 points had he made those two touchdowns. I, I think the Rams... On the bench. No, I, I yeah. think the Rams get a lot of sacks. That's what I was like. I think they're going to tear up that offense. I think you send several times a super blitz with Ramsey and Arnold on the same side. Don't discount Booker, dude. He's going to be the check down. And he, that guy can catch. He caught like eight receptions uh, last week. I think it's week. gas. I think it's gas. And they're getting all their receivers back. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Rams definitely win, but I wouldn't be surprised. I just want to see Jalen Ramsey get his ankles broke at least once this game. Please, yeah. just make Jalen Ramsey look man. like a fool. He's too good. He's good, but he's had his ankles broken before. So, I just want to see Jalen Ramsey get yeah. screwed. And there's potential for upset. Yeah. There's potential for upset. I think there is potential for upset, certainly. Because uh, I do think there's a ceiling, a pretty low ceiling on that Rams offensive scoring scheme. Like, they just aren't breaking... They're not getting a lot of points, you know? Like, they don't have the Bills potential. But, you know, they're good. Texans-Colts. Jake's a Jake's, uh, favorite. Texans. I don't I don't care. Texans. Davis Mills. He's figuring things out. Colts win. I think Colts are going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Carson broken fan. ankle wins. I think no, 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 okay. his, uh, touchdown, his weekly touchdown, and uh, Colts are just going to put it in on. I think Texans could win this one. Wentz is going to continue to get better. Every week. As his ankles heal. He got one back last week. <laughs> I think he might get a second ankle back this week. Yeah. So, so he'll have two ankles. Yeah, that's that's dual threat. Twinkles. <laughs> dual, dual threat. Yeah. With that dual threat. He's a dual, <laughs> dual threat again. He's a dual threat again, man. But yeah, I don't, we'll think I, don't, I don't think the Texans win. Jeez, they're so bad. He can turn left now, they're so dude. so bad. Um, all right, Chiefs, Chiefs Washington. Washington. <sighs> well, I think we all know who's going to win this one. Washington. <laughs> dude, you think I'm kidding? I'm going for Washington. <laughs> what? I'm going for Washington. <laughs> they're both two and three. Chiefs. Chiefs win this. Go for Washington. How do they not? I, I'm going with John. I think Chiefs are going to win, but I think it could be closer than people expect because Chiefs have I've been underperforming in a lot of games. Here, here, here's my reasoning. Like, Heineke is not a bad quarterback. True. And his Chiefs defense is abysmal in the secondary. You know who's going to Heineke is going to force that ball to Terry McLaurin 20 times. Yes. No probably. doubt in my mind. And they're going to make it happen. And I think Gibson gets one of those free scrappy touchdowns See, where he runs for 40 guy. yards. That's the guy who I think is going to do well is Gibson. I, and I like I think, and again, like we haven't, oh, Jam, uh, not Jamar, uh, Chase Young, he got his first sack of the season last week. He's back. I think he's back. I think he's like, okay, I've, I've, let, I've, let, I've let myself rest enough. I'm ready to play ball. So I think the defense starts emerging a little bit here, and that's going to be relevant against Patrick Mahomes and team. I hope so. I have Patrick Mahomes. I think I it'll need this to be an actual game, not an absolute blowout. Like I think it busts the under. I think if people think it's going under, I don't know what the, the the bet line is on yet, but I think it might be. 
I think it might bust the under. Well, I got the Chiefs beating. Okay. Uh, I do think one standout performance is probably going to be the the debut of Josh Gordon. I know he played last week, but I don't count that. Dude, the guy's big. Yeah. Do you, did y'all see how big Josh Gordon looks? He's a big boy. Is it the red jersey? Does red make you look bigger? Probably. The white Aggressive. Does. Makes white. you look aggressive. I'm white surprised does. he didn't get drug tested, honestly. How yeah. big he is. Well, looks. he's done so many. They're like, he's so big. They're, like, they're tired of his urine. So I know he's a big guy. Yeah, but yeah, they probably have too many. Yeah, they're like, they're like Josh, we just like, can't keep taking we have a your whole urine. cabinet yeah. for you, bro. Like this point, it's not even <laughs> random. It's just a <laughs> violation of okay. Dude, Packers divisional. Bears. Packers Bears. Packers man. Divisional though. How, how's NFC the Bears divisions? It doesn't good. matter. It's NFC good. divisional matchups are always fucked up. Yeah, I'm they're hoping. Always fucked. I'm hoping field goals like the nightmare. Also, of these teams like yes, like in it's specifically in the division matchups. Like we just ignore Crosby's performance last week. Just divisionally speaking. Like the Vikings, the Packers, the Bears, their kicking games never work out. They want them to. Yeah, NFC has to mean no fucking chance you're going to make um, that field goal. I think if Blazer <laughs> is that the, is that the offensive coordinator at yeah. Chicago? I think if he's still Laser. Laser, if he's still running that offense, he is. It's going to be a good game. It will be a good game. I, Bears will make two touchdowns in the first half and probably never again for the rest of the game. <laughs> um, but Packers over Bears. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm rooting that Devontae Adams has like a soft week, like soft twenty point week. For my fantasy sake, yeah. like yeah. I, I'm, I, I'd be okay. Like if you got like 20 points and like that was it, I'd be more than happy. Mm-hmm. They're 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 back. They're they're on their third string running back too. So the Bears are at a big disadvantage. Oh, yes. Here's a snoozer. Bengals Lions. Oh, Bengals. Bengals. I mean, obviously. By, Bengals. Yeah, they're gonna. The Lions are. It's gonna make. It's gonna be are a the close. Lions really gonna go 0 and six. It's gonna be a close game, and then it's gonna come down to the field goal. And of course, the Bengals are gonna nail. I'm almost it falling into gambler's fallacy here. The, the the Lions, who have honestly had games stolen from them, they they honestly haven't put up a bad showing. Like yeah. they have no, been, they've they're been fine. losing by kicks. Uh, they could win because uh, the head coach for the Lions was crying at his press conference. Oh, was he really? I, I think it's a different kind of juice. Yeah. It's a different Ooh. kind of juice for the team, so they could come out and actually think about tearing he, up knee, like tearing off kneecaps. Right? He's got heart. Yeah, he and that's does. gonna that's gonna fuel the Lions game. This I anticipate week. McPherson just taking those tears and just be like, mm. yeah. it's gonna be a bunch of <laughs> it's gonna be like a bunch of Tonys running around. All right, tearing. I up, think <laughs> tearing up, throwing punches at helmets. They're gonna be doing everything they can. Passion. No, I fuel. think uh, Cincinnati's kicker is gonna decide this game. I don't know. They got I, Cincinnati's got their receiving core. They got Mixon, like yeah, they're full. I, I don't know. I think Dan Campbell, like to pump up the players, actually gets a lion and a tiger to fight before the game, and just like <laughs> like just gets things going. Like let's get aggressive. Blood, blood, like, we want real blood. This is like, the game's gonna be. And like even though the lion might win that, <laughs> I mean, if this was it, it won't. So the, the tiger like, might just, win that. Yeah, tiger's you know, like, he's still like he's like don't like, let that be the metaphor for the outcome of the game. No, tigers have like. <laughs> 200, 300 pounds on lions. Do they really? Yeah, tigers win that. Are you yeah. sure yeah. tigers? Are Unless you get like lions? an Asian lion, which I think they're a little small. I mean, an Asian tiger, but they're like still. Be they're still bigger than. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah. all right, I have Bengals over lions. What Bengals. do y'all got? Bengals, Bengals, right. Bengals, Bengals. Cardinals, Browns. Ooh. Ooh, dude, I'm rooting for the Browns. I like the Browns. Ooh. I think they um, look great. So, Cardinals have a, I think, a relevant defense. Yes, they do. I think I think their defense is a little bit more than the Chargers' defense did. I think I would say I thought Cardinals defense saved them last week. It did. They they should have lost to the 49ers. It, it was ten to seven. It was a horrible offensive game. Yes, it was great defensive. I should say. I shouldn't say it was a horrible, but well, I hope the Cardinals are able to pull their offense together a little bit. I feel like it's been pretty shaky. Um, I think the Browns just need to keep doing their thing. I just I don't know. I, I feel like 
Murray goes through these like ups and downs and like he starts the year out strong and then he has this like lull and then he might pick it up or he might just like go flat the rest of the season. We'll see. I'm just I we're hitting that mark. One. I'm gonna go with Browns. I think the Browns I think the Browns break the streak. Yep. I think the Cardinals keep it going. Yep. All right. Okay. I'm I'm going with Browns on this one. Okay. Cowboys, Patriots. Cowboys. Really? Cowboys. Are you just saying that because you are born and raised in Texas or because you yeah, truly have a he's a Cowboys fan, by the way. Yeah. Pop and partial, but also I think Cowboys are better than Patriots. Here's the problem. Bill Belichick. Yep. That's the problem. Yep. Who knows what's gonna happen this game? They, Who knows? That team has been held back just because they have a rookie quarterback. Which I think will still be their limitation. Their crutch. It's their crutch. So I, I don't think it's a for sure. I'm leaning obviously in the favor of the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are no joke. But it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a close game. I think the New England Patriots defense is gonna get a lot of turnovers. I think Zeke's looking hot. I think, I think the Cowboys win this. Amari Cooper's getting healthier. Mm-hmm. He sees the end zone almost every week with like a, like three looks. I mean, and, the and Cowboys have, lose. CD Lamb. I'll, I'll, yeah, the the Cow- Patriots, I'll be surprised the Cowboys lose. I'll say that. But, the, but the thing is, the Patriots defense, like they don't mess around. Like I, Again, the Giants defense kept them in that game. Yeah, but then you got like Diggs. You know, you got like a solid yeah. like linebacker core. Oh, I think Diggs picks off uh, McCorkle. Like four times. Yeah, I think it's totally... Yeah. Diggs is going to continue the streak of interceptions. I will say, I think week one, I called it. I said if Dallas... And you said it too. I think you agreed with this. Was that Dallas loses if they try to pass as much as they did last year with yep. Dak Prescott. They will lose. And I think right now, they are sitting like a 50-50 split between runs and passes. So, yep. But remember it. how Dak looked first like week one? Yeah. He threw like over 60 passes and it looked good. You just can't boat race all the teams in this league. No. Like no, but, but they did it. They, they they based their offense against a Tampa Bay defense, mm-hmm. which I thought was perfect, and he executed it very well. Yeah, All Raiders right. Broncos. Raiders Broncos. Man, I think Broncos are probably going to take this one. I think too. They're I, both three and two. The Gruden. I think there's going to be a Gruden effect. Yeah, I think the Gruden fallout's going to be so yeah. hard on that team. Yeah, I think it's going to be a Gruden effect. I, I didn't think Carr looked very well like last game, and now he's going to be without Gruden. I'm just like, yeah, I think the Raiders have a distraction. And yep. uh, Denver is no joke either, in my opinion. I think they've always been a really like silent team. Like they've just been a silent. Their, their defensive quiet. scheme has always been stout. Yeah, for a long time. I think the Broncos are just quiet. Like, the Broncos get Judy back. Not yet. So they have Bridgewater finishing his like his healthy week after coming back. So he'll have a. I think he's finally like full health. I think he'll be playing optimally for him. No, I think uh, yeah, Broncos look really good. Raiders. I think I think this one could be close. Like if if the Raiders somehow do perform the way they they should be, I think it would be a close game. But um, yeah, with with all things that have been happening with the Raiders, I, I'm going for the the Broncos. <laughs> Seahawks Steelers. Ugh, that's gonna be Steelers. Interesting. Is so, the Steelers win? You sure? Yeah. Yeah. I Positive. mean, if Wilson's out, mm, I, I what think about Big Ben? Is, okay. First of all, where is this at? So this is in Seattle. I think it's. I think it is in it's Seattle. At, it's at, it's at uh, Steelers. Oh, it's at Steelers. Yeah. So I think Pittsburgh's going to win. I mean, I, th- I think them having their starter quarterback makes all the difference in the world. Even though it is Big Ben, the tree. Like I think he he, he has. Like I think Najee Harris. That alone, like sets them apart. Is Watt is Watt back on defensively? Yeah, he's been healthy now for like two weeks. Okay, I believe so. So yeah, so I, I think Pittsburgh I think Steelers. Man, I, I was like Seahawks going to be hurting on offense. Their defense isn't that stout. I, like okay, so Geno didn't have a bad game. When he came in. So he, he hasn't had a bad game. He's got a week of practice as well. I think it'll be a very great close game. But I do think the Steelers pull it out. Just because, like, dude, 
Najee Harris is getting better and better and better. He looks so good. And he is an every down then, back. Yeah, the guy's we, a dual then, threat. Yeah, we got Claypool. Najee Harris could be like the repla- like the healthy replacement for McCaffrey moving forward in fantasy. I'm biased. I was wrong about Najee Harris, I guess. I said he wasn't going to perform his 21-point uh, week the next week, and he literally did the exact same thing. <laughs> like, so, you watch uh, him play, and you're like, this guy's a beast. He is a beast. Like He is a stealer running back to the T. Well... I guess, and the Seahawks like again. Even with Russell Wilson, like that game, I still think this game, if Russell were even playing, it would favor the Seahawks, but by a very slight margin. Yep. I guess when in doubt, go with the Steelers at home. Yep. Yep. Um, Bills, this one's all right. Bills Titans. Oh God. I mean, okay. I I mean I have my I know what I'm thinking. So here's my thing. This is me going back to like. Should I play the Rams defense against the New York Giants? This is the Monday night or game. Or Bills yep. prime against time. Tennessee Titans who, like, they've lost like, the teams they shouldn't be losing to. Like, But they've also had, like, crazy good, like, high-scoring games. You've got to know. The Bills defense, they're still probably a little sore about the Josh Norman throwdown. I'm just saying. <laughs> so Tennessee they're gonna be throwing. clearly <laughs> has no defense. Who? And, uh, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. No, and that is the problem. If any team in this league can just score and beat them, like... That's a problem. And then you also have a problem with Tannehill not having receivers. Of course, this week, I think he finally does get back Julio, possibly. So, I do you think the Bills will be able to stop the run I, game? If Julio and A.J. Brown actually start playing and Tannehill actually starts connecting and they aren't solely relying on Derrick Henry show, they, ha- they have a chance to win this game. I, I think like they have to be on the top of their game because the Bills' defense is like no joke this year. Well, Julio Jones I, and I mean, A.J. Brown are two of the best wide receivers in the league. But Tannehill's not one of the best quarterbacks. So I, I think like that's a big factor. And when you have a, a defense... He's definitely above average. He's good. He's good. He's good. But like... Against he's got Bills, a lot of playmaking potential. But the Bills, look, look how they shut out the Chiefs' offense. Like Chiefs are very one-sided. They're very one-sided. But I would say they have a better quarterback with better receiving core. I think... So my yeah, money... They don't have Derrick Henry. That's they what have, I'm saying, though. They have C.E.H. and look how limited he is. And yeah. he's their starter. That's true. A that, backup running back doing more than that? Nah. Like, they I, are basically the they are basically Tampa without the GOAT. They got mini GOAT. They got the kid. Right, but Bills also shut out, like, put a stop to Tampa Bay. They shut out two teams, I think. Yeah, I was like, the Bills have, their defense is, like, shut out. Like, it was, like the, the weeks Josh Allen was lacking, which he had a few weeks where he was, like, kind of subpar for Allen... Like the defense carried them, like for sure. I I think I think the Titans. I, my money actually is on the Titans, and wow. I think I think AJ Brown has the game every fantasy owner has been waiting for. I hope so. I think this is the week he He's has so that good. game. So you say so now? You think Rams over Bills defense in terms of fantasy? Oh, fantasy. Uh, I still think Bills are gonna take this game. Oh yes, I do too. If the thing if is, like, they only have like AJ Brown, but if Julio and AJ are back and they start connecting with Tannehill, I mean, I think, I, I mean, I think Bills like they're like they're going to score, like they're just going to keep scoring. Yeah, and it's a matter of whether or not Tennessee is going to be able to keep up. Yeah, I don't. I like again. I like Derrick Henry has the it factor as a running back. The guy is insane, and if they have any passing relevance at all on the offense, that's a high octane offense, just like the Bills, if not better, because they have an actual running game. Hmm. The, the Bills don't have a running game. They got Allen, They got Allen. They got <laughs> Allen. Yes, they got Allen. I mean, like, yeah, and he hurdles guys and stuff. Looking but like Superman, dude. But, like, yeah, that's, not, he's, he's a that's not a super sustainable. Like, the way he runs, 
I don't think is necessarily a sustainable running style. Like, yeah, he really you don't want that out there. That's true. He does. You want him to contact. scramble on those bootlegs and things where he gets like it's a clearly like it's wide open. He can slide, but if he's hurt, like when he starts hurtling, that's when I get concerned, right? Joe, you saw what happened to Joe Burrow. I well, Joe Burrow is also like half the size of Josh Allen. Still, like, Josh Allen is big. A yeah, big Josh guy Allen can is, still hard. Like, big he, they can size. still hit, they can hit the ground hard, right? Like that's all you got to know is like I'm. Con- he's not Kyler Murray. He's not Lamar Jackson. He can run. He's got speed. But he's going to fall hard just as, like, again, he, he's a big body. Taysom Hill, he's concussed, right? Like, he's out. But that's also because Taysom Hill, like, everyone knows when Taysom Hill has a ball, he's going to run. Like, but, no, <laughs> it's like, he got knocked out on a route. Taysom Hill? Yeah. Big body getting knocked down. That's what happens. And, again, it was a bad, it was a bad hit on Taysom Hill. Like, it was a really bad hit. But who's to say that doesn't happen to Josh Allen on one of his scrambles where he's diving or something for the first down or hurtling? True, true. Whenever players go airborne... It looks awesome when it works. When it doesn't, you're like, that's the worst goddamn option you could have done. <laughs> like a slide, yeah. taking a targeting would have been better than that, right? Because did you not see the UT player who did who hurdled and didn't connect the hurdle, went over, and a player came from behind and hit him in his back? He scorpioned full. Full scorpion. His face was on the ground. His legs came back, and I swear to God, almost touched the ground. He full scorpioned on a hurdle. How big was he? <laughs> it doesn't matter. When you hurdle, it doesn't matter your size. You're going to be yeah, you yeah, you're, you're like, you're, like you're a free yeah. shot. Yeah. Now, okay, Unless anyways. you're in Cirque du Soleil or something. Like, you Get, don't really want to be in Getting off topic. Yeah, yeah, very specific. So, but you know. either way, I think the Titans could take it. I think Bills, I think they're hot. They're going to yeah, stay hot. I think Bills are hot right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, Tennessee has to be on top of their game. Because they've like, dude, the Jets. Like, the fact that the Jets in Tennessee went into overtime like that. I can see Titans, if things Just start working defense. well, they, they give them a run for their money, and then they carry that into next week, and then we'll start saying Titans yeah. start dominating. Again, I'm, on the under, I'm the under underdog here, but if I think if A.J. Brown makes a showing and alleviates some of the, the, the stuff from Tannehill and uh, Derrick Henry, I think they have a real ball game. Cool, cool. Good deal. Well, that's, uh, I think that's all the games for yeah. week six. six, man. Yep. Should be good. Should be fun. And then next week's going to be super boring because everyone's not playing. So, <laughs> like, seriously, next week looks so boring. Yeah. It's, it's all it, The matchups. It's football, are, dude. The matchups are not the best flavor. Bengals Ravens will be good. Yeah. Chiefs Titans will be good. We've got some games. Just uh, out of curiosity, y'all have any boom busts this week or not really? Mm. Mm, nothing special. Yeah, I don't really have anything sticking out for me. Yeah, I think these are all pretty good matchups. I think, I think we get to see uh, Jalen Ramsey break his ankles, though, this week. So I'm pretty <laughs> excited for that. Yeah, parlay. <laughs> awesome. Good luck in your fantasy leagues this week. Good luck. Y'all have a good one.